Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Welcome to Wednesday's show. Everybody's here. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. You can be anywhere in the whole wide world, but you're here with us. We'll go around the room. Everybody say a little something about what's happening in their life. Up first, our video producer, co-host, Eddie, everybody. This is embarrassing. I was at the grocery store and my wife sent me a text and said, hey, will you pick up some mascara for me, like a mascara pencil? And I said, yeah, there's like hundreds here. So I started taking pictures of them and sending them to her. And she kept responding like these weird responses like, I don't want it. Nope. Next. Not for me. Like, what? This doesn't sound like her. And I look at the text. I was texting Lunchbox. Like 10 pictures of mascaras. And he just went with it for like a he whole 10 minutes. He didn't say you texted the wrong person? No. He kept, he kept going, and next. Over and I said, nope, not that one. That one's terrible. Don't want <laughs> wow. it. Not interested. And he just kept, okay, well, that's all they have. And I was like, I don't want any of them. He was like, I don't know what you want me to do. And I said, maybe not text me. And he goes, oh, crap. The only thing worse is when you accidentally text somebody that you're talking about instead of the person that you're meeting. Oh, that's true, yes. That's happened to me a couple times in the past couple years where it's hit me. Somebody was recently, because John Mayer's coming to town, and they texted me and they said, you know Bobby's going to be front row at this one waiting for any of his sweat to fall. (laughs) You're like, this is Bobby. And I looked at it and was like okay is this a joke and I responded and said yeah probably I will and then they didn't respond for a long time and they were like two hours later ha 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 oh no (laughs) that's terrible the other one was our boss Rod who texted like two years ago me and he goes I wonder when Bobby will finally decide to go and get Botox or something remember that I don't remember that oh boy and I went I know you didn't mean to send this to me so there's nothing else you can say Dang. I know. Dude, that's hardcore. It's hardcore. Yeah, yeah, it's hardcore. <laughs> yeah, this one, that bad. It's just mascara pencils. That's just him messing with you? Yeah. <laughs> Mine hurt my feelings again. Hey, sorry, dude. I know. I know. <sighs> Let's go over to Lunchbox. He likes to bully phone screener Abby about her ability to sing, but in reality, he's the one that makes our listeners' ears ring. His name is Lunchbox, everybody. 
Businessman making business deals, trying to get that money. I am here today to pitch you guys on a new business idea. Walking dogs with celebrities. That's right. I saw this teacher in New York quit his teacher job. He was making like 40000 a year, and he just walks dogs now. And he makes over $120,000 a year by walking dogs. So now we get celebrities. You go to our website. You pick what celebrity you want to walk your dog, and you pay a premium fee for that celebrity to come walk your dog. Because listen, these people need to stay in shape when they're not on the road so they can perform. They go work out. They like to go for walks. So why not make some money while they're going for those walks and walk the dogs? Who is in for celebrity dog walking? What celebrities do you see doing this? I see a lot of them. Musicians. No, no, no. Athletes. But who specifically? Like name them. Uh, I was thinking Carrie Underwood. You Mo- think she's going to walk a dog? She probably would for $300,000. Yeah, that's quite the premium. Miranda right? Lambert. She's a big dog lover. Sure, sure. But I mean, how much? How are you going to get them to do it? Because that's going to They cost get a percentage of the dog walking. <laughs> I'm going to check out on this one. Yeah. I don't know, guys. Uh, negative. This is a great idea. How much would people would pay out the wazoo for to be able to go to your website and say, oh, you know what? I want Luke Bryan to come walk my dog. What if they don't live near the artist? They have to fly to another city to do it. That's the thing. Higher premium. You got to. Yes. And why? No, when they're on tour, you know what city they're going to go to, so you put them up in that city. They're going to walk dogs before their show. (laughs) (laughs) You can get them to do it, but it's going to cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. One, people aren't going to pay that, too. The celebrities don't want to be listed on celebrity dog walker sites. Most of them don't even want to do cameo. I mean, you go to, I mean, or maybe it's celebrities from the past. That yeah, you, you can find the older ones. Nostalgic about, like the ones that don't have much going on right now. Uh-huh. I, I'm i going to check out, I'm not going to put any of my money in that, but thank you for your offer. Well, that's a good idea, right? I, it wouldn't, I wouldn't think it is. Do you guys think it's a good idea? <laughs> not no. really. Yeah, no. I don't either. <laughs> thank you, though. You'll be laughing all the way, I'll be laughing all the way to the bank. No, you won't because you'll never do it because you never do anything. You just say stuff. Well, I need financial backing and you guys didn't hook me up. You need a good idea. No, I have a good idea. That was okay. a great idea. Okay. Uh, thank you. Lunchbox. You're welcome. That. I appreciate that. Roof, roof. Oh, well, now I'll do it. What was I think that? he barked. I didn't realize he could bark so good. I'm in. That was fluffy. That was He's dog. sad. Doesn't have anybody to walk him. <sighs> Let's go over to Amy. She recently forgot to hit record during an interview, but we weren't surprised because that just seems something she'd normally do. <laughs> but I've only done it once. Here she is. Amy, everybody. Okay. So pay attention to bills when you get them in. I'm talking specifically about medical bills this time because I got a bill and it said $300. And I thought, gosh, that seems high because this should have been covered. This should have been covered. So I went through it line by line and realized I was charged double for something. So the bill should have just been $150. But I just trusted the medical people and almost mailed a check for $300. And I'm so glad I looked through it line by line. Then I decided to see, is this like a common thing? And I Googled it, and 80% of medical bills contain errors. So that's really high. And so if you get a bill... You think they're just screwing with us at this point? 100%. 100%. They just put things on there, and you don't know what it means. You're like, oh, I guess they did that. That's true. Uh, That's exceptionally high, like percentage-wise. Yeah, look for coding errors, charges, or I don't know how to look for coding errors. Exactly. I don't know that part. I don't even know what half the words are. (laughs) But for canceled or refused services, so stuff maybe you didn't do, but they they put in there, data entry mistakes, so pay attention. It could save you money. Well, good for you for looking, because I don't look. I'm just like, crap. All right, here you go. Here's my money. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you. Ray, you're up. From Mount Pine, Arkansas, at his house is a penguin dog toy that doesn't squeak, and he kind of looks like James Vanderbeek. Bobby Bones. Okay, show and tell what I have here, and I've put on the table. 
It's a bottle of water. It's called Water Joe. You ever seen this? No. 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 Okay. It's Water Joe, and it's water plus caffeine. That's the Joe, like coffee. Got it. So if you're like, I got to get caffeine, but I don't want to drink a bunch of stuff that will be sugar or salt or bad thing, this is called Water Joe. Now, caffeine doesn't affect me that much in general, ever. So I don't know that I'm the greatest person to go, it works or not. But if they say there's caffeine in it, mm-hmm. I'd bet there's caffeine in it. Does anyone want my Water Joe? Ah, yeah. Take it. But I wanted to give this as an option for everybody that's trying to maybe cut down on some of the bad stuff going in, but okay. also still get their caffeine. Okay. You may not know this answer, but what is caffeine? Like, this is like a little thing they put in there? A little stimulant. They drop a little, um, it's a guppy. <laughs> like, I, what is that? Oh, I see it swimming. <laughs> That's what I was wondering is, like, can you taste caffeine when Amy, you drink that? Take a drink of the water. Me, I can't. Let me tell I mean, you. I don't know if you can taste it in life. Like, it tastes I'm, like water. And I wondered, would caffeine water be weird? I just taste water. Wow. So, the water, Joe. Wow. We have some of that at home. Assess how I am now and how I am in 10 oh, minutes. You don't need more energy. I thought she was going to say 10 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, that's what's up. Water, Joe. Check it out. Thank you. We're here. We're ready. Wednesday show. This is going to be a good one today. All right. Time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My wife and I recently started watching the show, The Old Man on Hulu after you recommended it. I love it. We set aside days we can watch together. The other night, when we sat down to watch an episode, I noticed that, well, we weren't where we left off. Two episodes have been marked as viewed, except we hadn't watched them yet. Mm. She claimed maybe it just kept rolling from the last time we watched them. Then I noticed she wasn't paying as much attention as she normally would, so she ended up confessing that she had watched them without me. I'm not that upset, but it's our show together. What's the punishment here for TV cheating? What are your rules? Signed, caught my wife, TV cheating. She should just stuck to the, it rolled on. Because that happens to me sometimes just watching a show that only I'm watching. I'm like, why is this an episode and a half up? Because sometimes I'll turn the TV off without turning off Netflix. Because it's two different things. And eventually it catches up. We don't cheat on TV shows. Or I don't know that she's (laughs) cheating because she fakes it really well. But we don't. And I think if we did, the punishment would be you have to sit here and watch this again. That's it. Watch it again. Nope. Keep your eyes up on the screen. <laughs> yeah. Punishment. Watch it. Don't take it down. Sounds like a mm-hmm. big word for. Yeah. Cheating. That's right. That's well, cheating. Cheating maybe. is a big word too. Yeah. It's a tough one. Okay. Uh, the punishment should be she shouldn't do that anymore. And the next, this is what I say, the next series you get to pick. Yes. That's a good one. So, okay. She learned her lesson, but anyone that gets caught cheating, the series after is picked by the person that was honest and had integrity. If they cheat again. Because once they, a cheater, always a cheater. It's you know just I mean? another series. You, you're going to be watching shoot 'em up shows for <laughs> 10 years if that's the case. I think that's the punishment because, again, what are you going to do, spanker? And that's not – you could. Not that's not about TV. You know I mean? Oh, that is not. <laughs> so that, that's it. Uh, how does it work in – in the household, Eddie, your household? I feel like you were reading my mailbag. You know my wife cheated on me. I told you, right? What show? This one, The Old Man. Oh, it's really good. The, oh, dude, the last episode. And really I'm good. just upset, like upset at it. That I don't even want to watch the last episode because she watched it already. Me too. I'm like, you're not even interested. Yeah. Or if I, if my wife is on her phone and there's like a big episode happening, but I'm also on mine, and so I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> I'm like, you're not even paying attention. This is a big episode. I'll pause it till you're done. And she's like, what if I did this to you? We'd never finish a show. I'm like, yeah, but it's a big episode. She's like, how come you get to pick the ones that are big episodes? Mm. And then I'm like, dang, you're right. <laughs> she got me again. <laughs> got me again. 
Lunchbox, what should the punishment be? Uh, she should have no TV privileges for two weeks. Oh, shut it down wow. completely. Yeah, yeah. And Grounded. then he gets to keep watching the show, but she can never go back and watch it and get filled in? And she can't watch any of her other shows. Like, if you're not around, she can't watch The Bachelor, Bachelorette, or whatever other show she watches without That's real you. punishment. It's wow. two weeks without, when you go to work or whatever, you take the remotes with you. Oh. Take the channel changer, <laughs> take the take the power one on, take it to work with you. She Even can, better, you pull out the plug cable because it comes off back of the TV. Oh, and, and take in. that with you. Because that you can't replace That's easily. better because there are apps that can serve as remote controls. Mm-hmm. So that's good, Bone. Do that. Heck, kick a hole in the screen. <laughs> yeah. So okay, that, just, that's it. You get to watch the ne- you get to pick the next show. That's what we say. Thank you for the mailbag. You get to watch the show. Thank you for the email. All right, close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. It's a Bobby Bones show interview. In case you didn't know. I love bringing in new artists that I believe in that sounds so good. Their name is Dave's Highway. Their new song is called Why Do We Need Them? Why do we need them? It's a brother and two sisters. I love that. I've seen some videos of them singing a cappella, which I'm going to have them do, but I actually saw them out and about. We'll talk about that in a second. But a little bit of country, a little bit of rock and roll. They are from Mississippi. It's called a blood harmony. That sounds like it hurts, but it's, it's their blood. They're related. Here is Dave's Highway. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Dave's Highway. All right, this is a new group I want to share with you guys. A weird way I was introduced to them. I was at a Christmas party, and it was at Jake Owen's house, and there's he had a band playing, and the goal was to get Jake to go up and play, and Jake's like, oh, I don't want to play, but really he does, so you got to get him past, you just got to be like, come on, Jake. He's like, all right. So then everybody starts to play songs, and these three people go up, and I just thought they'd met each other at the party, but they sound really good together, and I go, I'm going to make them a group. In my head, I'm like, I'm going to make them a group. <laughs> and then I'm like, who is it? And they're like, oh, they're already a group. And they're brothers and sisters. And I was like, oh, they're already a group. Great. <laughs> so their name is Dave's Highway. Hi, guys. Good to Hi. see you guys. So I have nothing to do with this except for I just saw them and thought, wow, they're really good. So you guys are from Mississippi. What part of Mississippi are you guys from? The Jackson area. Uh, we're from a little town called Brandon. Nobody knows where that is, so we always just tell people we're from Jackson. And so you're the brother. Yes. And you're the sisters. Yep. Just making sure you never, you know, you're <laughs> these days. Who's the, who, who is the, uh, the oldest, like who's the, you are? Me, Delaney, yep. Delaney, were you the first one to do music? Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, we kind of all just started singing as little kids. We had talent shows in our upstairs room with our parents and they were the judges, but. Do you have church? Do you sing in church at all? Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, usually did. if you're from the South, that's a big part. Of, and that's also where I learned I was not going to do music because I would sing in church too. <laughs> and then they didn't care that much. <laughs> Uh, and I remember it, you guys got up, and I'm not sure what Christmas song you guys did, but you didn't have an instrument at first. It was completely acapella. And I don't want you to sing a Christmas song, but what song did you guys sing? Do you know? I'll Be Home for Christmas. And did you guys practice? Because we didn't know what we're all... I mean, I got up there and, and did a song too, but it wasn't like you guys. Did you guys practice that before you even went to that party? No. We were not planning on doing anything but hanging that night. Yeah. And um, on been, the way there, we were yeah. like, let's listen to the best like 10 Christmas songs ever. So we turned on the Rascal Flats version of I'll Be Home for Christmas. And if you haven't heard it, you should. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> way better than ours. Yeah, but we've been singing it for years, yeah. but haven't sang it in probably, what, two years? Maybe that uh, blew me away. I was going to make time. them a group, guys. <laughs> I was like, these three random people, they should be together. Um, so Dave's Highway, the name comes from from what? What's Dave? Who's Dave? Our last name is Dave's. God, um, oh. 
Dave's. Makes sense. I, I thought some dude named Dave owned a highway. <laughs> Everybody thinks I'm Dave. A Got lot of the time, it. like I get called Dave more often than I get called. People Zach. used to think our dad was Dave, yeah. and we're like, that's kind of weird. Oh, that makes sense yeah. too. <laughs> okay, their name is Dave's Highway. Do you guys? Can I ask you for something acapella before yeah. we sure, do the new song? Sure. Like, what do you guys do acapella that kind of blows people away? That's a weird question to ask. Okay, let me ask this again. Because <laughs> yeah. it will blow people away, but you don't want to be like, well, here's what we do that absolutely slays. Um, what do you guys do acapella? How about Jolene? You like some classic country music? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, here's Dave's Highway, and this is Jolene. That's awesome, guys. Yeah, Watch us do that. Watch me and Amy and Eddie do that. Oh. Ready? Oh, yeah. One, two, three. Jolene, 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 Jolene. People. I wanted people same. to know, like during the Olympics, if you were to get a normal person to run against the sprinters, you would really see how fast they are. So when you hear us sing that against you guys, in case they didn't know, now they know. Wow. That was That's really so awesome, funny. guys. Thank you. Yeah, Thank that was really you. awesome. And when you were growing up as kids and you're playing together, are you using instruments when you're young, young, or were you just doing that right there? A little of both. Um, um, we, we use the karaoke machine a yeah. lot of the time. We, we found this karaoke machine that you could like plug into the uh, into the sound system at churches and stuff, and we played tracks a lot of the time. And then we, we started, still had the words on the screen and everything. It was <laughs> hilarious was good for us. But we started thinking like we 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 might want to start doing something a little bit more involved here. And so I started playing guitar whenever I was like ten, probably. And I picked up mandolin for a little while. Yeah, and yeah. I did piano. And so when we play live, it's it's like this a lot of the time. But whenever we do full band, I play electric guitar. Delaney plays bass, and we hire a drummer and you know do the whole. Do your parents thing. play anything? Our, my dad taught me my first guitar chords. Was there ever like a family band type thing with the mom and dad, uncles, none, none of that? No, no, our grandma would love that. Oh yeah. She tells me all the time, she's like, y'all just need to get up and sing with your mama one time. Oh, she doesn't want to be in I thought grandma wanted oh, to be no, in no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she she's shy. <laughs> Their name's Dave's Highway. And they're going to play their single, which we've played um, in a couple of the shows that, that I program, the Country Top 30, the Spotlight Artists, the Women of iHeart Country. So why do we need them? That's the name of the song. And what do we need? What do we not need? Like, what, what am I listening for here? Heart. Got it. Why do we need heart? Or- well, like, we need a heart, but, like, why do we need a heart? Because they always get broken. And I was going to say to pump blood through, but that's a whole difference. <laughs> got it. Got it. <laughs> Completely. All right, here's Dave's Highway with Why Do We Need Him here on the Bobby Bone Show. Come on. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. What if you saw these three random people that never knew each other go, you guys should be a group? They need to be a band. That's what I'm saying. That's what I thought. I was like, you guys should do something together. They're like, we should. We were in the same womb. Wow, Dave's Highway. You guys sound great. And it's so cool. Not only do you sound great and you are great, but just when you are related, those harmonies are they, just, they are naturally blood, what they call them, blood harmonies. Yep. It's pretty cool. Like I, we, we never get to have brothers and sisters in here and sing that are right. also really good. <laughs> you know? I mean, we may have people that are brothers and sisters come in. But. Yeah. <laughs> well, as far as what's happening in you guys' career right now, are you guys, you're independent artists right now. Mm-hmm. So are you guys looking to maybe sign a record deal soon if you get the right offer? Or are you looking to, like, I don't know, what's the goal in the next 18 months or so? Say it now. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're just, right now, we're just taking it day by day. We've got seven more songs in the works that we're ready to release. Um, we're really excited. They were produced by Ron Fair, who, if you don't know Ron Fair, you should look him up. Because he is, he's, like, got the 
top notch resume of anybody. I love a good resume, know. right, yeah. guys? <laughs> Heck yeah, Grant, you ought to you ought to see his his front room in the studio. It's just like. But wall, does he have good good like call for good sources? On I there. think so. The dots, like for sources, call. Okay, good. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> good, good. Uh, but, uh, you know, if a record deal were to come along, great. It's not something that we're, like, really, really gunning for right this minute. We're just trying to make good music and trying to put put our, you know, positive energy out into the world. And, and go see on what, the road. See and yeah. Yeah. Quit our jobs, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. As far as... You know, here's why I think you guys are refreshing. We're in a town where everybody's good, right? We're in a town where a lot of people are great. Yeah. And everybody that gets up to a certain, you have to be really good to get to a certain level. So it's the land of giants. And you guys are really, really, really good. But there's also something to be said about a brother-sister group that's so refreshing and isn't happening right now. And everybody's always looking for angles on why this artist should be put here and signed here. And okay, what are... Who, what other brother sister groups are there? Mm-hmm. Not, they're, they, you have to be great to even get to this point. But what other brother sister groups are there? Ban Perry is the first right, thing well, I think. Like yeah. That's currently there. Brothers not, Osborne. Because everybody, right. But where's the sister? Yeah. Where are the <laughs> not over. Right. Well. So to, to, to me, like, that's, that's the angle. Because you're good, get some good songs. You br- it just works. It works. It's awesome. I'm I'm so proud of you guys. You came in. You killed it. Made me look good. Thank you. Because yeah. I, I was wondering when you guys were coming. In, I was like, was I drunk when I saw them? But then I realized I don't drink. Yeah, yeah. So I couldn't have been drunk. And you mentioned your your jobs. What do you do now to pay the bills as you pursue this career? Uh, Delaney, you first. Oh, we all have full time jobs. So I um, am a manager at a retail store. Uh, what, um, you don't have to say which one, but what kind? What do I buy there? Uh, jeans. Okay. And other clothes, but. But, oh, should we come? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, come sure. see me. I can hook you up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about you? I actually build uh, and deliver and sell industrial sewing machines. Zach, now, are those heavy? Oh, so, yeah. It feels like it. When you say industrial, <laughs> it feels like those are very heavy. Yeah, we, we have done stuff for NASA. We've done stuff for... Right now, we're doing stuff for Nordstrom. The, the The company is called William Sales. They've been very good to me. I started that job during COVID, and I've just kind of worked. I've just worked there for a long time. So, if you need a sewing machine, industrial industrial size. industrial <laughs> size sewing machine, give them a call. And, and I, I bring this up just to show like the hustle because you when you move to this town, you gotta work. You gotta pay the bills somehow. If somebody ain't paying the bills for you, and you guys don't have somebody paying the bills for you, so you're hustling. And I can't wait until you get to hustle all the time. Yeah, man. And, and that's there. I mean, you guys are so good. Erica, what are you doing? I am a receptionist at a massage therapy studio. Why do we call you one recently? Why did you call one recently? Me? You get a call where you asked them a question. Oh, I don't remember. I had the, the, socks. the question about the Yeah, socks. but I don't know why I called. I mean, Remember I, you prank called Owen? Yeah, one time. I, no, one, <laughs> it could have been me. One, I, I tried to call and set up a massage for my mom, but I wanted to give the massage. And I just needed a room. He needed a room. He's like, can I borrow the room to massage my mom? We wouldn't let you do that at no. my place. But no, they wouldn't I let me get, do it. We can help you buy a table if you, if you want. No, they you wouldn't, can just they have it. Yeah, they wouldn't let me do it. I'm That's hilarious. Super, I'm super proud of you guys. Thank oh, you. what about people that keep their... Do, you, do they prefer oh, people this keep is, all their clothes on, their underwear on or off? What are they, what's, um, what's preferred? <laughs> I keep mine on. Question. I keep my underwear on. Sometimes um, shorts. We, uh, what, when Sometimes turtlenecks. When people ask me that, I'm like, it's up to your preference. Yeah. I think... 
like as a therapist, it's probably better for them if you don't wear anything because. Boom! But no. what if you're him? I if, wear no I, underwear. I don't know. There's a reason that I'm not a massage therapist. Yeah. I would be kind of uncomfortable <laughs> if there was a naked person in the room with yeah. me. But well, he has enough know. hair that looks like underwear, so they're always confused. There you go. <laughs> they're like, sir. Uh, they are. They listen. I hope you guys go and stream Dave's Highway. I can't wait until you guys are able to go music all the time. We get to pay our bills with music. We That's the next for step that for you guys. Oh, yeah. And uh, Zach, Erica, Delaney, Dave's Highway. Follow them at Dave's Highway. Um, I do a show with my friend Eddie here every January, February. It's at the Ryman Auditorium. It's called The Million Dollar Show. And this year we have Dina Carter and Parker McCollum. Tracy Lawrence. Tracy Lawrence. A lot of our friends. And I'd like to invite you guys to come play at the Ryman with us for yes. a song or, oh my or two if you guys would like to show <laughs> Are up. Are you serious? Yeah, so, Don't joke with us. <laughs> I'm not joking. So if you're in town, the day it's February, the... <laughs> Don't look at me. The 21st. 21st. Yes. Yeah. We can clear our schedule. Uh, okay. It'll be okay. For I would sure. love for you guys because you'll blow them away. Yeah. Oh my you'll gosh. blow them away. Our parents are going to die. Gonna would, you, <laughs> would they be able to come to that? Oh, see, she's asking don't, free tickets don't already. It, don't see, don't push it. I just like, know my mama would yes, be I'll like, make sure, what? I will make sure that your parents can come, okay? That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much. What's like, next? Can I get, she's like, can I get me and Rachel housing? <laughs> <laughs> hold on. She's going to want to ride Erica, her. hold on. <laughs> Sorry. And, and just to be clear, you said the Ryman, right? I did say the Ryman, oh. yes. Um, Dave's Highway. I hope you check him out. At Dave's Highway, I'm a big fan. This is the first of, of I think, many interactions we get to have and then what I'm looking forward to is you guys getting so popular you don't even remember me that'd be good when you forget me that, that's the goal right that'll never happen that's though. the goal I want to tell you something really cool really fast so we were on the radio in Mississippi whenever we were just small people just a local morning show it's a, a radio station in Jackson Mississippi called Miss 103 we're on there now I know yeah and so I had to say it like it's kind of a full circle moment for us right now that we're getting to be on our hometown radio show in Nashville playing on on Miss 103. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a big act for us. <laughs> yeah. cool Thank for you that. so much for, that's really for cool. this. Mm-hmm. All right, Dave's Highway. They should be a group, right? Everybody? They really should. Yeah. Yeah. They should be a group. <laughs> At Dave's Highway, check them out and go stream Why Do We Need Them. Thank you, guys. There they are. Dave's Woo! Highway. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent. 
telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. This mom and her kid were out running errands, and they were getting ready to watch a football game, the Eagles and the Giants. And a guy walks up and goes, hey, can I have $1 so I can get a ride on the bus? And so the mom digs around in her purse and finds some change, and she scrounged up exactly $1, and she gives it to him. Well, the stranger, it turns out, is a guy named Zach, who goes by MD Motivator on TikTok. So after getting the money, and he didn't tell her that he didn't actually need it, but he then opens up his wallet and pulls out 500 bucks and gives it to her. Let's go. Wow. Right then. He says, hey, do you guys want to go to the Eagles game? Because that's what they were going to watch anyway. And so they're like, yeah, they do. And so the whole exchange is posted. The boy's excited because he's going to the game. The mom didn't know she was getting anything from it, and they got 500 bucks and some tickets. <laughs> Amazing. Here's a clip of Zach talking about the 500 bucks and the Eagles tickets. I got 500 bucks no, here don't. for you today. 500 no, you bucks. Don't. Really? It's yours? Really? Yeah. Thank you. Yes. I got one more question for yes. you, too. Oh, my goodness. Do you want to go to the game tonight? Yes. You want to go to the game tonight? Yes. I got tickets to the game. It's awesome, huh? I got chills. And that music behind it? A plus. <laughs> Definitely. I loved it. I loved that one. All right, that is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. <laughs> Top five rejected segments from last month. We keep track. And if you guys send in a segment, Mike and I go, ooh, we can't, we'd never do that. It could be crazy, unsafe, boring, whatever reason. <laughs> it goes down as a rejected segment. Rejected segments. Oh. Here we go at number five on rejected segments. Number five. Well, this was odd. It was two different removal segments from Lunchbox. Around the room. Take away one song from an artist. Garth Brooks, for example. What song... Would you have Garth Brooks never to be able to play again? That's interesting. That means because they have so many good songs and they you have to decide what they can okay, play anymore. John Mayer, Your Body's a Wonderland. Never played again. You don't okay. like that oh, one. I love that Garth one. Garth Brooks, I'd say The Dance. <laughs> you don't like that one? I, I didn't say I didn't like it, but you had to pick one. You have to. And it's to. hard. Pick your favorite artist, though. Okay. Pearl Jam. Go ahead. You have to pick one? Yeah. Never hear it again? Yeah. 
Um, let's go. I'm so bored. Uh, even flow. Okay. Even flow. Never hear it again. Amy. George Strait. I don't know. Troubadour. Well, you know, wow, you that's got- a good one. I know it is, but See? it just made me pick okay, one. Okay, here's one from Amy. Ugh. Oh gosh. If you could remove one animal from the planet, what would it be? This, they came at the same time. It's like interesting. Two <laughs> removal. Did they talk about this? We uh, didn't. I no. We said we're not. Oh, I got one. Snakes. Animal. animal. Snakes. We need snakes. No, we don't. Rodent population. We had, yeah, well, All that gun, aside, just like ones that you, ugh, you can't handle. Mm-hmm. Roaches. Not an animal. Bug. <laughs> Insect. Yeah. Okay, fine. Insects. That's an animal. You said animal. You said remove animal. Now half the segment's about arguing you're, with You're ruining the segment. It have to mean literally an animal. It says pick one animal. Uh, humans. Sorry, pick. Okay. That's an animal. Yeah. Done. Technically. <laughs> Number four. From Lunchbox. <laughs> it's a sad, sad day in the world. Can we please have a moment of silence on the show? I thought, wow. Getting introspective? What, what's, what's the deal here? This is not the type of news you want to hear. People are going to need time to get over this. Boob jobs are no longer the most popular plastic surgery. Right. Women are going a different direction, which is a bad sign for the world. <laughs> like so I decided the- not to give him a moment of silence <laughs> about breast augmentation not being the number one most popular. So what so is dumb. it? What's number one now? I think it was like liposuction or something. But we need breasts need more respect. Okay. Number we didn't three. do it in silence. From Mike D. He said, let's do Yell Me Something Good as a way to spice things up. <laughs> How about we, funny. we change Tell Me Something Good to Yell Me Something Good? We have to yell our good news story. So, Mike, hand Amy one. The stories are long, though. We wouldn't have hey, a voice afterwards. Like, Showbiz, baby. It's hard. <laughs> if I do Amy yells a joke, it's very exhausting. Here we go. Here is yell what? me something yeah, good. Okay. Go ahead. I'm, I haven't oh. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Ten years ago, a okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> went missing. Somehow, some way, Shadow was found in York and brought to a veterinarian okay, that's good, named. That's good. I, wow. I can't even hear her. Give Lunchbox one. Give one. Oh, man. Right. I'm like dizzy. Yeah, My head it's, it's is intense. dizzy. All right. Don't yell right in the mic. I'm not. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Kyle Kuzma plays for the Washington Wizards and played in the NBA for about five years. But even though he's been a high-flying basketball star, he doesn't forget where he came from. He announced he's donating $1 million to the YMCA (laughs) in his hometown of Flint, Michigan. And that is so awesome, Kyle. And that's Tell me something good. He's better at that. That sounds yeah, normal I mean, to me. He's better, yeah, that's it. That, yeah, it's nice job. Yell me something good. How's that box. Oh, guys. Oh, there's more. Yeah, they're going to build uh. basketball, volleyball, He's got a vein in his head that's about course, to explode. Along with six lane lap pool, among the other amazing upgrades. That's how a million dollars is going to be spent in Flint, Michigan. Woo, woo. Woo, woo. Oh. So, yell me something. I'm no. probably not going to catch on. Uh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah, it's very tired. Number two. Number two rejected segment is basically Eddie just begging me for free tickets but setting up a story to get free tickets from me. Go for it. Eddie says, my twin nephews are using me. I have two nephews who live in Dallas, and their mom said they told their teacher they could probably get her Taylor Swift tickets because their uncle works on the Bobby Bone Show. <laughs> Turns out the teacher listens to our show. My sister-in-law confirmed that, yes, producer Eddie is their uncle. Props to my little nephews. Hey, can you help me get Taylor Swift tickets for the teacher? That I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> she listens to the show. How but, cool would that be? But why would you get her tickets? Get me tickets first and then worry about There's her later. There's a hundred people that want tickets to that show. Yeah. Exactly. I know. But instead of Eddie just going, hey, can you give me some tickets? It's not. He, he goes uh, with a cool angle. I'm I, not even sure he has twin nephews. <laughs> I've do. never heard of them ever. I and you do. know what's funny is he never called them his nephews in his life. He usually says it's my wife's nephews. 
Yeah. You know, you all said, of a sudden, when I say that, he you wants always to say create that. a closer bond so he gets free tickets. So I didn't wow. do that because I didn't even want to talk about it because I didn't want to think about it. No, I have. I, Take some time. I thought about it and it's a rejected okay. segment. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the number one most rejected segment of the week. Number one. Who's it from? It's from Mike D. Oh. It's called Bobby Springer. Oh. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. He calls it the couples game divorced edition. So we have Morgan Evans coming in. What if we book Kelsey Ballerini at the same time, but what? don't tell them either is going to be here? Oh my goodness! That's the surprise. We got them both in the studio. We played the match game to find out where the relationship went wrong. <laughs> that is hilarious. Hey, we can do that with a few people. Terrible. Wow. I would never do that. That was rejected segments. Oh. Is this a joke? Or is this a bit? No, this is real deal. But you talk in that voice where it sounds <laughs> real deal. <yeah. laughs> okay. Explain to them what you told me. So, guys, I got an agent. His name is Jackson Hughes. You don't have an agent. It's you doing a bit. This is you on the phone. So is this a real thing or is this a bit? No, this is a real thing. (laughs) So my agent, Jackson Hughes, called me yesterday and has a huge opportunity for me. Nicole Kidman's going to be shooting a movie here. And he's working on getting me a spot. I saw this in the news. Okay, I'm going to actually play this. It's Lunchbox doing a oh bit God. where no, he it's acts not. like his own agent. My agent's name is Jackson Hughes. Here is, how long, Ray, how long is this? <laughs> I can't take much. One minute? Okay. Oh my gosh, Just, one minute. Are you going to let it roll? Of a fake conversation? It's not a fake conversation. Go ahead. Lunchy, lunchy, my boy. Oh, I got great news for you. Great news. You know, we've been working to get you some more roles, and I got great news for you. Nicole Kidman's doing a movie in Nashville. That's right. Are you interested in being in that movie, Lunchy? Are you freaking kidding me? Hold on, pause it. (laughs) It sounds so much like you that it's not even... Like, it's you. It's It's just you yelling. Talking like you. Do you think the the phone makes your accent or your voice change? (laughs) That is my agent. It's not me, guys. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't I'll understand. never convince us it's not you because it there is, is you. a little more New York in it, just though. Figure, but it'll fall lunchy, off by the lunchy. end. Wait till the end of it. He'll be back to just being him. <laughs> go ahead. Absolutely, I'm interested in a movie with Nicole Kidman. Let's freaking go. Oh, Lunchy, my boy, Lunchy. I, I, I am, you know, they put this whole ad up. Oh, taking extras, extras. But I got to be honest, you're, you're above the extras now. You're not an extra. You're too big. So I've been sending communication with the director. I've been talking via email. And uh, we are very interested in getting you an on-screen romance. Oh, man, I want to hear the rest. On-screen romance. Romance. <laughs> Who did he tell you it was with? I, it got to finally a part I cared about, and I cut it off. If you want to hear it, you got to play it. Mm, I'm good then. So, <laughs> Are you serious? You don't want to hear from my agent? Why don't, it's you. So Just why don't it. you tell Just me? He told me that he has been communicating with the director via email and on-screen romance with Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Here is the article that I saw. It's just, they're just looking for extras. Right, but I, he said I'm above extras. That's that, you. Stop saying he said. No, Jackson told people me. People will have their shot to appear on the big screen as extras in a Nicole Kidman thriller, Holland, Michigan. They need 2,000 extras. Some days we're going to need small groups of people. We'll also need large crowd days. No experience or resume needed. <laughs> so anyone. Wow. Okay. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but that's not what I'm going to be. That's not the part I'm going for. Okay. He you, is trying to get me. Do you an have on, an audition? He's trying to get me an on-screen That's romance. You. Stop saying that. And, no, and no one knows I'm trying to get you a romance on screen. That's not what an agent would say. <laughs> yes, okay. they they need a love like a love person opposite Nicole Kidman, and he thinks I'd be great for it. And I told him it would be great. You know, me and Keith have a relationship. He wouldn't care. Like he wouldn't. What's mind. your relationship with Keith, by the way? Like we t- we talk when he's here, and you know, That's we called watched, an interview. We washed hands together in the bathroom, so we we. That's we, called we, creepy, and you chased him. <laughs> and so I don't think he'd have a problem with me kissing his wife on the screen. Uh huh. Are, 
honest question. Are you really going to try to audition to get some sort of role? Yes. But are there auditions or are you just saying that? My agent told okay, me that. Okay, we have to stop with the agent. Oh, my God. <sighs> I can't have this conversation if you're not going to answer real questions. Yeah, like, just be serious. What What do you want me to, you just want be, me to just act real. like my agent doesn't exist? Yes. Like, right. do we act like your family members don't exist? They, no. <laughs> no, we don't. That's your, that's you. No, it's my agent. Right. Okay, do you have an audition set up? Not yet. He's working on it. When? Hopefully in the next couple weeks. I mean, I can't help it when the director says he has time and wants to give Who's me the director. Screen. I don't know. I believe it's a woman, actually. She. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's that's the stuff my agent handles. I right. don't handle I, that. Kind I, I wanna, that's the I, minute I, de- details. Yeah, I hear <laughs> <laughs> details. He's like shorting out. Beep, bop, beep, bop, beep, bop. <laughs> well, thank you for that. I did see the Nicole Kidman story and thought maybe you'd go be an extra. I'm bigger than an extra. You heard my agent say that. What role have you ever gotten where you were more than an extra? Uh, Friday Night Live. You were an extra. They even replaced your voice. Uh, Bat Out of Hell. You didn't have a line. No, but I had a name. <gasps> of a character that already exists. Okay. Amy, are you, are you, are you doing any of this movie? No, but Stop. it does it's, seem it's intriguing. But also, I saw, too, that there are they are looking from, for some experienced mm-hmm. people to be in the smaller scenes. There you so go. See? We could go out together. Like but it's an extra. It's an experience extra. I'll go with you. No, no. Okay. Uh, anyway, I'm done. I'm, I, I, I want to kill myself. I'm done. <laughs> Sometimes I think I'm living in a simulation. You wouldn't know it if you were. And sometimes I see little glitches. And a lot of times it's from Amy. Where it's something where I'm like, that was not supposed to happen. Or she says something. Once, we were talking about the McBoat at McDonald's. And she just started short-circuiting. So here is the full clip of that. So you can paddle up on a dock, place your order, and then it's brought out to you by the staff. And it's called McDoat McMon... She was supposed to say <laughs> called McBoat. And I don't know how I turned to this. McDoat McMon... Something short-circuited. That yeah. was a glitch in the simulation. That was crazy. Here's a new glitch. From me? Yes. This clip is from one of our blind karaoke bits. Here's the original clip. And you decide what she's trying to say. Now I know if that were to happen to an artist. I put mine what? in that pocket usually. Oh. Because she had the pack on and it fell. The pack is what you can listen to. So, you know, you put it on your belt or the back of your pants or I put mine in my pocket if I'm on stage. And it fell. And this is what she said. Now I know if that were to happen to an artist. I put mine in my back pocket usually. Oh. She's having a breakdown. Amy. There's a glitch in the system. We're living in a simulation. One more time, the last one. Now I know if that were to happen to an artist. English. No. Another language is programmed into her and the wrong one's coming out. I don't know. So, I don't know if you like dance music, but here's this song based on that. I put mine in my back pocket usually. Oh. <laughs> there it is. Wow. That's a great song. DJ wow. Scuba Steve. I wonder if that's a hit in another universe. Or in Germany right now. No, not now. Uh, 
Wow. Scuba did that? Yeah. That's not bad. DJ Scuba Steve. Scuba. Thank you. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. I have an easy thing that you can do to energize yourself, improve focus, and just reduce stress. Okay. Stretch. All you gotta do is set a timer to stretch for five minutes. Particularly focus on legs, arms, and lower back stretches. And not only will that prevent injuries, but it'll help release energy throughout the body that's gonna make you feel better. I do feel better when I stretch, and I always think I should use some time to stretch, but then if I have a little time, I don't want to use it to stretch because that sounds stupid. <laughs> Once I get there, I'm like, you know, I can do a lot of things except stretch. But you're right, stretching is very beneficial, and I am not flexible at all in any way. So I would agree with that story. I need to do a better job. Sometimes after the show, if we're running late in a day, I'll get up and do a little stretch. Yeah, I see you do yeah. that. Yeah, no, you do that. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah. You're we should good do example. a team stretch. Yeah, let's do it together. Feet together down. <laughs> yeah, oh, real quick. Okay. I mean, just thirty seconds what of it could got? even help. Women wearing makeup in the delivery room when they're having a baby is nothing new, but it's definitely becoming a social media trend called birthing makeup. There are thousands of videos on TikTok that are showing moms in the hospital, they're in their gowns, and they're taking their followers through their pre-birth makeup routine. (laughs) And some are slamming it because they're like, oh, stop making women live up to this pressure to uh, look a certain way when giving birth. But other women are like, hey, this is a form of self-care for me, a form of empowerment, and I also welcome the distraction. Yeah, I'm more on the side B because you could say that about anything. Stop putting the pressure on women to wear makeup when they go to dinner. Stop putting pressure to... So I would not watch these. And if I were making one, I'd be like the whole time. It'd be like going to jail the next day. Like, you know, something big's about to happen. Like, how do you even focus on anything else? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, guys, I'm doing my makeup. Uh, let me tell you a story about when I was in fifth grade. So Miss Johnson walked. No, we're about to have a baby. You come <laughs> yeah. rip out of the, between your legs. That's crazy. All right, what else? Dan and Jay recently celebrated their 10-year anniversary together. This is 10 years since the night they met. They were at Dan's house. He was having a party. Shay showed up. They ended up performing together that night, and something clicked because they sounded great together. And Dan says he even remembers putting in his phone that night to save the audio from what they sang. He saved it as best singer of all time. That, that's what Shay was? Yeah, to Best him. singer of all time. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And that's wow. the night he met him. And they said that 10 years uh, being a band it feels like marriage. So they say it's a full-time commitment. You have to learn to compromise or it will not last. Same with this show. <laughs> <laughs> that was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So there's this girl, Adriana, and when she was 13 years old, she overheard a phone call. She thought her dad was on the phone, but she heard him say, my stepdaughter. That's the moment she realized that was not her biological father. Fast forward 20 years. Why would he be so just loose with that word? If he was hit? I mean, she's probably, he didn't know she was listening. Yeah, but I get still. It. Sometimes yeah. you don't realize your kids are listening. Yeah. I mean, but I, that's just, we don't even say that if they're in the same zip code, if you don't want them to know. Yeah. Go ahead. So she's in her 30s. She's like, I really would love to find my biological dad. So she went to a group on Facebook called DNA Detectives. These are sleuths. That's what they're called, right? It's when people online try to solve yeah, mysteries. Yeah, they're sleuths. So DN- these DNA detectives, they track down her dad. And get this. He's a police officer. Shout out for that. He didn't even know she was born. Yeah, those are tough. Yeah. Right. It's not like he abandoned tough. her. He had no idea mm-hmm. she even existed. So they well, met. Well, how about that? And it's not that you know and you're like, I chose to not be in the life. And I, you have no idea. Whatever. That's a shock. Hello. 
And then uh, you can't prepare for that, man. I, well, you don't have to buy a crib, though, Eddie. She's an adult. Well, how, old she, how old is she again? Didn't say how old she's she is. 33 now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All the preparing. Okay. You have to get the color of the room. <laughs> no or diapers. Yeah. Good. And, and then when she met her dad, she realized that he had other daughters. So now she has sisters and her family just wow. got a whole lot bigger. Emotionally. Well, two things. One, emotionally, yes. That, that'd be hard to prepare for. And then two. <laughs> That's the what I meant. The timing of this daughter. You know, it could get a bit dicey. Yeah, Let's really say that could. that daughter is the same age as the others. But can no. mess some stuff up. And then the mom, wait. Oh, you know I mean? wait a second. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't oh. have to. It could have been, I'm just saying it could get dicey. Okay. Like well. if she has a 34-year-old sister. Yeah, we're oh. just talking about the time frame. We're the same age. Yeah, same That's age. That's oh. what it's all about. What? <laughs> Y'all are making it negative. Oh. No, no, we're just running through scenarios <laughs> Yeah, here. we're like, wow, wow. Yeah, life's about evaluating. All but right, I like right. it that she found her dad. That's awesome. Yeah. And those sleuths. Heck of a job. All right, that is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. This is a voicemail from Callie in Quincy, Illinois. Um, One time I called into the show, and they were about to put me through to you, and I hung up out of fear. Then I got backstage passes for me and my husband to see you in concert, and after going through the line and getting your autograph, we got so nervous, we went straight out the door, and they would not let us back in, so we missed the whole meet and greet hour because of my anxiety. So I would love it if you could call me sometime and I could redeem myself on air. Thanks, I love listening. We took her phone number off the voicemail and we called her. She's on now. She doesn't know why she's on. Hey, oh. Callie, it's Bobby. How are you? Hi, Bobby. Hey, so- I'm okay. I might throw up. Well, <laughs> if you do, keep the phone close to your mouth. We want to hear it. So, <laughs> okay, great. Tell me what's up because you can't, which show did you come to? I came to a Fort Pierce show for the Raging Idiots in 2006. And then you just decided you were going to run out of there like your hair was on fire and you didn't want to hang out with us anymore? I waited in the line and I was so excited. I got your autograph and I walked straight out. Despite all the people saying, make sure you stay in here. If you leave, we'll lock the doors. I was so excited. I was talking to my husband and we just walked straight out. And then we had to walk through the windows like a bunch of idiots while you had like your meet and greet hour. You watched through the window as we just hung out with people? Oh, no. We begged begged the guy at the door. We were, we just looked like fools. Mm. Well, I am going, (laughs) I need to send her something. I have a whole bunch of crap back here. I'm going to, do you have any kids? I have two little boys, two and four. Okay, great. I'm going to send you a Stanley the dog first day at school signed book. So we'll, we'll do that. I'll throw in a couple beanie babies for the boys and I'm sorry you didn't get to meet and greet us. You didn't miss much, but <laughs> at least we got to talk about it, you know? It's worse than that because one time I almost was on air and I hung up. Yeah. Right oh, before wow. they put me through. <laughs> yeah. Hey, then let's celebrate now. She's she here. did it. She's, She's on doing now. doing it, yeah. She hangs up now. <laughs> I know. I, I texted my friend and I said, oh, my gosh. Like, my fight or flight is happening and I want to fight so bad. And she's like, fight, fight. You can do it. What were you going to talk about? Oh, in 2016, the question was, do you do you think it's okay to have a credit card separate from your spouse that they don't know about? Uh-huh. And I feel passionately that that is the wrong choice. But once I called in and I was screened, I said, yeah, I have a credit card my husband doesn't know about just because I thought they would get me on air. And then I'm like, I can't lie on air. I got to hang up. Nice. Hang up. Integrity. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Loved it. It sounds like 2016 was our year, though. Yeah. She's coming to show. She's calling in. Well, here we are in 2023, and now we're friends again. All right, Callie? 
Yep, I'm medicated now. We're good. So oh. let's get her information, Ray. Save it. We'll send her a book and some Beanie Babies. And thank you, Callie. I hope you have a great week. And we'll send this stuff out pretty quick. Yeah. We feel good, though, right? Yes. Yeah, good we're job, good. Callie. We're, we're all good. It's Callie amazing. stayed on the phone. She didn't vomit. <laughs> That's good stuff. Ray goes over to her. <laughs> <laughs> Over to Amy now with the morning corny. The morning corny. What do you call a guy who has an axe stuck in his head? What do you call a guy who has an axe stuck in his head? An ambulance. That's pretty good. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) That was the morning corny. Pretty good. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Famous rivalries. (laughs) 
Let's draft him. Morgan, you get the first overall pick because we rolled the dice. You're up. Who do you have? Yeah, I mean, I'm a big superhero fan, so I have to do this. It's the Avengers versus Thanos. That's good. It's a big ri- rivalry. Yeah, yeah, and it's on brand, and it's a lot of people know it. Ah, good one. Oh. I didn't have that, but good one. Raymundo. Yeah, we're big in Boston, so I got to go Yankees and Red Sox. Good wow, one. that's yeah. a good one. That's a good one, too. I'm going to go Morgan Wallen versus his neighbor. Oh, wow. <laughs> that dude? <laughs> yeah. The video guy, right? Yeah, who shot the video. <laughs> so that's going to be my rival, my famous rivals. Amy? I have Lunchbox versus Abby. Oh, good one. Ooh, Amy. That's a good one. Man, you guys are killing it. There are a lot of good ones here. Good job. Lunchbox? Well, Amy just, yeah. You were going to uh, do you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Tupac versus Biggie. That's a good one, too. Dang. That's a good one, too. Yeah. Dang. Okay. Ah. We're, we're going to go back order now. Lunchbox will go first. Lunchbox, what do you have in your famous rivalries? Taylor versus Kanye. Yeah. That's a tough one. That's a weird situation. That was a weird one. When it happened, you were like, man, that's weird. But now that you're just farther and farther <laughs> away from me, you're like, that was bizarre. And then everything else he's done, too. Two strong ones. Lunchbox with Tupac and Biggie and Taylor and Kanye. Now, Amy, you've picked Lunchbox versus Abby as yours. Rude. Mm-hmm. What is your second one? Shoot. Kanye Taylor off the table now. <laughs> so let me go. Marin Morris versus Brittany Aldean. Mm, it's a good one. Oh, that's a that's a real I good had one. that on here too. I was going to go the full Aldean family, <laughs> but good for you. That's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. I need to be a little bit traditional in this one. So I'm going to go Michigan, Ohio State. College football. That's big. But just Michigan, Ohio State. I need one that's not just ridiculous. Bray? My boys. Sucks they broke up, but they're a heck of a rivalry now. Flaja. Florida Georgia. The guys from Florida Georgia line. That's That's a good good. one. Yeah. BK versus Tyler. Still go to the bar. FGL. Dang, that's a a good one. I wish I'd have thought of that one. Does the bar split up like their pictures, like one side, one, and they draw a line in the middle like the Brady Bunch (laughs) when they're in a bedroom? Your side of the room. (laughs) Wow, that's a good one. Okay. Morgan, your final of round two. Dang, you guys have all really good ones, but I these are two big companies, and everybody always fights over them. It's Apple versus Microsoft. That's good. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good, good. one. Mm. You just gave me an idea. These are all solid or funny. This is going to be tough for the listeners to vote. So Morgan will go one more time up front. She has, as the two picks, the Avengers versus Thanos and Apple versus Microsoft. And this is famous rivalries or rivals. Go ahead, Morgan. Final one. Another big one for me that I love watching, staying in the movie realm. I'm doing Harry Potter versus Voldemort. Solid. I wouldn't pick that because I don't. I, I guess I've seen the first one. You guys, I don't really understand. I had to watch but it. there's that's yeah, super I was, popular. I was forced. Ray, you're up, buddy. Yeah, this one is gonna either make or break me. I'm just going Angel and Devil. I mean, that's solid. The ultimate. Then it'll uh, make me. That's not bad. All right, I'm going to go Coke and Pepsi. Mm. Good one. Generic, Uh but I'll go with it. Amy? Uh, Taylor Swift versus Ticketmaster. Okay. Two Taylors in there. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I had one, one too, that I didn't use the Taylor one. What is it? Well, Lunchbox, you're up. Uh, He was talking about Taylor versus John Mayer. I wasn't, actually. Oh. Uh, He was talking about Taylor versus... Just go. Just go. 
Man, I gotta... Mm, I don't know who to go here. I don't even know if Batman vs. Superman is a rivalry. They had that movie, but I don't know if they're really rivals, so I'm not gonna go that. I'm gonna go... Mm, Auburn vs. Alabama. Solid. Morgan, you're done. That was it. I was like, Everybody's day. done? Okay. Okay, here are your teams. The Avengers and Thanos, Apple and Microsoft, and Harry Potter and Voldemort. That's Morgan. I feel strong. Raymundo has Yankees and Red Sox. BK versus Tyler of FGL. That one's funny. <laughs> I love that one. And Angel versus Devil. Yeah! Solid. I have Morgan Wallen versus his neighbor who made the video. <laughs> Will you put that neighbor who made the video so people know? Michigan versus Ohio State and Coke and Pepsi. Amy has Lunchbox versus Abby. Marin Morris versus Brittany Aldean and Taylor Swift versus Ticketmaster. Lunchbox has Tupac and Biggie, Taylor and Kanye, and Auburn versus Alabama. That's a good one. That's all. That's be tough. I thought maybe Taylor versus every ex-boyfriend or screwed over. <laughs> <laughs> that was gonna be mine. Or Pete Davidson versus Kanye West. Oh yeah. Would have been one. Or Taylor versus Kim Kardashian. Uh, I had Texas versus Texas A&M also. Same. Oh good. I had like McDonald's and Burger King, Nike and Reebok. I had me and the FCC. <laughs> Well, I, I got a question. Were Leno and Letterman rivals, or are they yes. just on this? See, I had that, but then I was like, well, people know that they were rivals. No, no, no. That's part of it. So I didn't. Did you see Leno got his show canceled? Which show? The car one? The car garage, because now he fell off his motor. He got clotheslined on his motorcycle, breaking a collarbone or something. So it didn't get canceled. He had no, no, to stop they making it. But they canceled the show. That's after that's he said. caught on fire? That's after he caught on fire. Well, it's been a bad time for Leno. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Rough for, yeah. uh, so go that's why vote, I didn't go to bobbybones.com. Vote on the favorite team. Don't just vote on the top one. Vote on your full favorite team of rivals. That's a pretty good one. I feel like we could have done three more rounds of that stuff. Good job, everybody. Go vote in our rivalries draft, bobbybones.com. Personally, biggest rival ever. Lunchbox? It had to be McCad Brooks. I went to high school with him, and he was voted most likely to be famous. And I could not believe my classmates saw him as the road to fame instead of me. And he did move to Hollywood. He's been in Hollywood. He's been in movies. And so that's my biggest rival is that succession. Like, I mean, I wanted to be the most famous compared to him. Do you feel like you are more famous than he is? It's a great question. <laughs> I do. I do think I've made it. I think I've beaten him in that rivalry. Like, he didn't blow up. Like, I mean, he's been in consistent in Hollywood, but he hadn't been on, he hadn't been on the level I have. Like, Mike wrote his name down here. Yeah. Mike will keep notes. And he wrote it as McCabe books, Brooks because he doesn't know who he is. So maybe he's not that famous. I mean, he's still famous, though. I don't know him. But you don't know anybody, Eddie. Okay, that's true. But yeah, that would be my you rival. versus McCad Brooks yeah. from high school, but only to see who was most famous. Yeah, and because, you know, like when Prom King, I mean, I won that. But like, uh, you know, freshman class, he won it. You know what I mean? Like the freshman court or whatever. And yeah. like Mr. Anderson High School. I mean, it was, it was a big deal. Like we were the two alpha dogs. You were an alpha dog. Yeah. Everybody and we talked to from your high school says you weren't. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that with us. See, I mean, I'm open and honest here, you know. I'm being vulnerable. You are. Amy, mm-hmm. biggest rival personally? Yeah, uh, my brain. In my head. The part of me that, like, counters everything I try to say. So, uh, my do- one of my doctors calls it stinking thinking. Is it because you think too much or not enough? I think too much about things that really don't, I don't need to have in my brain. They occupy too much space in my brain, rent-free, as they say, and I need to let it go. Eddie? All right, so I don't know if I can say this guy's name, but you know who Make he is. Make a fake name. Uh, is he famous? Well, kind of. Like, so he's he's an artist. What? 
Here, I'm going to text you. I'm with you. I'm going to text you. So tell me the story after you text me. I don't know. When he, he's been in the studio a few times, and when he comes in, he just rubs me the wrong way. And I'm like, I don't like this he's guy. He's not uh, with that group anymore. <laughs> okay. Okay. So then they know what I'm talking about. I'm going to say this. Eddie has a beef with a lead singer of a group, <laughs> but he's not with the group anymore. It's oh, weird. Yeah. I know you're talking about. You do? Yeah. You had a beef with him? It's weird, man. I don't I'm, understand he why. He probably not know who you are, though. He doesn't know who you are. He, he has no idea that there's yeah. a beef going on, but there's something about him. I'm just like, I can't stand this dude. <gasps> One day we'll share it. Eddie, you like everybody. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, I like this guy fine. You do? Well, yeah. You, you want me to tell you who he is, Amy? Yeah. I'll tell you. He's got a... No, 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 Ray, no, no. <laughs> who is your rivalry? Yeah, I got a couple. Uh, my brother... Your it, twin brother that you don't talk to. Yeah, womb mates. And uh, we just haven't talked in a while now, obviously. But but yeah, at, at, back in the day, sports, we were always going at it and just in life. So brothers one. Do you have another one you said? The other one's in the building. I've, I've really never brought it to anybody's attention before, but I think it. I honestly think it's the guy at the uh, alt station. The mm. producer there. Producer on the alternative station? Oh, yeah. Like at what show? Uh, it's the morning show. The battle? battle? Yeah. You it's, think he's your arch enemy? I... He probably doesn't know that, but I've always wanted to be the all-purpose guy around the building, the producer. He ended up now getting a morning show on his own with another guy, so he has more talk time. And I feel like in the building, I was always trying to do good to the building. Hey, guys, I brought cookies. Hey, I did this. And then he ended up one when time. you ever brought cookies? Never. <laughs> Just last week, I brought crumble cookies. Not to us. I did. I had them in the side room. Never said it to he us. Only, he only brought four, though. But I've tried to do stuff like that, and then one time he <laughs> went out in the front and mowed the grass because he said the grass was getting too long. So he was he like, "Mowed the grass at the radio station." I saw that email. Yeah. So he was yeah. like trying to out iHeart me, and so I mean, in a way, he's my rival. Are you jealous of him? Not jealous, but in the morning he used to have the same shift as us. Me and him would always walk by each other in the hall, look at each other. A little bit of a rivalry. He has his own show now. Well, he's on the, with him. He talks all the time on that show. But he's a producer. He's a producer, but I, I almost think he's a co-host. Well, you know what, Ray? In this segment, you're a co-host. <laughs> there you go. Huh, Problem I, solved. Yeah. Uh, I, I tend to get into rivalry situations. <laughs> Let's sit back and get your popcorn. Get your popcorn, It was hard to limit it to just a few. <laughs> well, first, though, first part of my life, it was Jesseville High School. It was our main rival in sports in every way whatsoever. They were, at the time, we felt like they were the rich school and we were the poor school. And so, big rivalry. We played, and, but I had a lot of friends from over there because I worked over there, but still, it was big rivalry. Right? High school, boom. Secondly, I'm not going to say their names right, but when I first started to do mornings. Oh, yeah. I knew that was going to be on the list. <laughs> Go ahead and shout them out. Yeah, I thought you'd Well, I was like names. 21 or 22. <laughs> we'll call them. Uh, <laughs> Sounds about right. So, I didn't know what I was doing, but I was like, I'm here. We're going to try to either break the system or the system's going to break me. We didn't abide by any rules. And they didn't pay me anything, but. And I hired all my friends for cheap because we didn't have any money. But they would go on the air and say all these lies about me. Like he takes his his check to the bar to impress girls. My check wasn't going to impress a single girl. They would. It just got to the point where they were constantly bashing and trashing. And then we crushed them. They went away. We forced them into retirement. So that was a really good one for me. That worked out. Like <laughs> stomped a hole right, oh, in, man. right in their butt. What were their names again? I wrote down. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they were just awful. And they, and they would send nasty emails. That's Like, crazy. you're just a kid. You're never. And it was just, oh, it was brutal. And so, yeah, I, I, I killed them. Oh. Not, oh, not, 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 yeah, not their life, them. but they're, gotcha, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What if you saw them out to dinner now? <sighs> I would uh, walk over and pee on their table. No. Nice. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't. I have no love. No love. Uh, the country music establishment. 
Oof. I got into oh. so much trouble. I still get into so much trouble because of the executives and country music. And because I'll say stuff about the behind the scenes. Remember, I mean, Billboard had to do an article once because they I put a TikTok out and it blew up so much. They had to start calling executives all over the national to be like, is this true? Is this true? Is this true? I just turned my phone off. And they tried to run me out of town for the first few years. But yeah, the country music establishment, the suits, they do, they're not, we're not cool. We're not that cool. <laughs> so, but that's just a few. I got like, I have four pages of them. <laughs> Did I leave any off that you guys oh. don't say their name? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of one, course. I could totally say the Go name. Go ahead. Leave it if we need to. Go Wendy ahead. Williams. That's, yeah, but that was, that was a one, that was a one time, like, she was a real jerk. So I don't know if that's a rivalry oh, like, okay. that I held. Yeah, I mean, if you want to say it, I mean, I don't want to say it. Uh, okay, <laughs> he then said, I'll, "Don't say it." I, I won't say it. Okay, what what Hint profession? At it. Um, okay. how you doing what? out there today? What is he doing? I said, "What profession?" <laughs> how you uh, doing? Uh, a singer. Okay, I've I've had a few of those over the years. Yes, uh, which one? The, a recent uh, one? Yeah. Um, it's been going on. The one for, I'm thinking, you can find him right down the street. Oh, yeah. like ten years yeah. or so. Yeah, that yeah. one's still going on. Yeah, yeah, that one's yeah. Going on. Anyway, hey guys, yeah. live free. Don't, you know, don't hold. Don't hold grudges. <laughs> but but you just said that you- <laughs> I wish I was free. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just so competitive. And I don't like people. I don't like bad people. Hmm. You, you know ever think about anymore? Do you mean oh, that's what I meant? Yeah, no, not at all. Okay. Unless I'm like they finished. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all. <laughs> it's another edition of related show news. All this is news, but every story is kind of related to somebody here on the show in one way or another. Let's go. Bobby's Big Stories. The headline is, someone mailed fentanyl and cocaine to Green Bay's police chief. Oh. Which reminds us of? Amy. Amy. She got a package in the mail full of heroin. Yeah. And we didn't talk about it forever because she thought she'd be killed by the cartel or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The post office in Green Bay notified the police chief that he had a package. They were holding it. It had three grams of fentanyl, 79 grams of cocaine, and a letter inside. The police Whoa. have not revealed what the letter said. The chief did issue a statement saying it was the first time anyone tried to sell him drugs. <laughs> yeah, dummies. That's from the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Fentanyl's the one that if you touch it, it's dangerous? It's a tiny amount. Yeah. Kills you. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Here's another one. An Australian man has named the world's oldest competitive soccer player at 79 years old. <laughs> Lunchy. Oh, there he is. <laughs> That'll be lunchy because he won't stop. Mm-hmm. Even now that he's only the team manager and gets in for like a minute. Yeah, they don't really let him play. He, he still says. plays. How's your soccer going? I still play, man. We're good. We're uh, one zero and one on the season. How much do you get to play a game? Um, as much as I want. No, no, no. That's not an answer. Uh, if it's a fifty-minute game, I play about thirty minutes. Mm. It's not bad. He said that some of the younger players don't let like they they say, hey, get get some more rest. Do you start? Some games. Oh. No, no, it's not that. It's do you just, still wash the clothes of the other members? I, I do bring the jerseys. Ooh. No, 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 but I, it, starting is only who gets there first, and sometimes I'm running late, you know? An Australian man who plays for his local soccer team is the world's oldest competitive player at age 79 years old. His name is David Mudge. UPI.com. We probably hook you up, Lunchbox. You guys can share stories. Okay. <laughs> Uh, rude. A dad joke company goes viral as it gives you an email once a day with a dad joke. And of course, that would be Eddie, the most dad person in the whole room. It's just so dumb, though. Like, I can't tell a joke anymore without someone being like, oh, it's a dad joke. So even if it's a good joke, they're like, that's a dad joke? Yeah. Why can't it just be a joke? 
Just because I'm a dad, I have four kids. It's a dad joke all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. If you want to enjoy dad jokes, you can sign up for their daily joke at dadandashirt.com. Oh. Dad and a shirt. I mean, you could probably end up making some good money with that because you're not really selling the jokes. You're selling the email list yeah. and an ad in the email. Oh. Uh, because I'm sure the jokes, like, everyone's heard those. Yes. But if you want to get one a day and it shows up, you also see the ad. That's probably a pretty good company idea there. Genius. Yeah, that's good. Don't write it down, Lunchbox. You can't do it now. It's already <laughs> I happening. I mean, I've already yeah. got my pen out. I would just name it something else. Coming to a restaurant near you, Lab Grown Meat. We talk about Raymundo here because he won't eat meat that's too rare, oddly enough. So weird. What is your meat deal? I've been sick before. I've, I've tasted it randomly, and I'm like, that was definitely not cooked. And I just remember getting violently ill. So, But I, how cooked? I, don't, I think it was basically not. It no, was, you. How cooked must well the done. meat be? It has to only be well done? Yes. That's what I say every restaurant I go to. Tomahawk, well done. You say tomahawk every restaurant? No, <laughs> but I just expensive. got one when I was in Vegas. There are companies out there working hard to create lab-grown meat, and industry insiders suggest stuff could be served in some restaurants. As early as this year, they're working with the U.S. Federal Drug Administration uh, to create lab-grown beef steaks and lab-grown chicken breasts at a more affordable price. Ray, how do you feel about lab-grown meat? Uh, it could be better. There's not going to be that blood there, um, and I feel like it's going to be uh, cooked. Let's be real. <laughs> you really hate, because I get mine medium. Oh my gosh, that in the middle is terrible. But that to me, they even look at me like, are you sure? Like, that's a little too cooked. But you get yours well done. That's like burnt. I know, and they all recommend against it, but that's how you know it's cooked all the way through. Yeah, and finally, video games help people unwind. Video games are making the world a better place. (laughs) Good news for you. That's you. According to scientists, there's some serious research. Here's what they do. They help dyslexic children. They keep you sharp. They help surgeons make fewer mistakes. They give you uh, an awareness of your surroundings. So video games are very important, and everybody should take this clip and send it to somebody. To your wife. Who doesn't love. <laughs> yeah. It's from brobible.com. Of course, it's brobible.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's the related show news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. 
the war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here are the top 10 most streamed shows of last year at number 10, Seinfeld. And Netflix had just bought Seinfeld because they lost The Office, and it does come in at number 10. I don't know anybody that watches Seinfeld on Netflix, but also, I'm sure if you do, it doesn't really come up. No, like, it like pops up to tell you it's yeah. on. No. Well, even your friends. I'm just saying it doesn't come up. Oh, like, what'd yeah. you watch? Well, Seinfeld, episode <laughs> 71. <laughs> you just watch those whenever you're killing time mm-hmm. or... or or just for something on in the background. Uh, Ten, Seinfeld. Nine, Gilmore Girls. Eight, Bluey. You know Bluey? No. Is that a what cartoon? That? Yeah. Like uh, Blue's Clues, maybe? Yeah, yeah, no, it's not Blue's Clues, but it is a it is a kid's show. It was on Disney+, Plus, and I would see it because it beat Breaking Bobby Bones all the time. And oh. I was like, I hate that stupid. <laughs> Dang, that Bluey. Uh, Criminal Minds at seven. All these are mostly like normal shows. Yeah. Grey's Anatomy at six, Encanto at five, Ozark at four. Now we're getting into the streaming shows, which, by the way, Ozark loved it. It's done, though. They finished that, right? It's mm-hmm. over. Final one. Haven't done. finished it yet. Oh, well, here's what happens. No. <laughs> That's why I was making sure you didn't say anything. You want to talk about kid shows that just jump, and you watch, and you're like, wow, I can't believe this is moving so fast. That Coco Melon show? Oh, oh yeah. my goodness. It's at number three. And I would imagine a lot of those episodes are just getting played over and over by like the same nine families. I'm sure it's the kids love them. running on my house right now. NCS at two and Stranger Things at number one, 52 billion. Whoa! I, I mean, I get it. I just watched the first season and really liked it. Never really went back. Watched some of the second. Never hated it. Was not drawn to go back to it. Yeah. Maybe it's because they're kids, but obviously. It, it's weird seeing them get old, too. Yeah. Like you know, 52 like- billion? <laughs> and like, do, do we need to check out NCIS? <laughs> People love those shows. Well, there's one for every town. So they, they loop them all together. Uh, Ray and I were talking about TikTok. Ray thinks, and he's excited about TikTok getting canceled just in general. Because you think TikTok's gone. Well, yeah, they're starting to do it on college campuses where they block it on the Wi-Fi. So if you're there, you can't even look at TikTok. And I feel like that's going to move to airports, then to government buildings, then to particular businesses. And then next thing you know, TikTok is going to be donezo in America. And thank God, I never even started an account. Never in God, I knew it. And I'm saying, like, I was the smart one. I didn't even invest any time in it, and it's just going to be gone. Invest the time, though, is just entertainment. 
right? I just watch it because I'm entertained. But yeah, there are states. Like, I think the state of Texas, if it's a state-run place, you can't have TikTok. I know the campus says you can't. Right. What's like, the problem? Uh, right. the, I'll tell you the real problem. Yeah. Is that we don't own it, meaning the United States of America. I was talking to somebody who works in the technology world pretty high up, and he said, hey, look, here's the real issue, is that China owns this, and at any time, they have all, not just our data, but they have, they can make us feel certain ways. They can send us content. They can shift things and make everybody in this country. They have access to every single person, even if it's over a long period of time with very small doses, even if it's making us dumber, even if, but China has wow. that. Like something that we're consuming all the time, all the time, all the time. China has all the control of it. Especially children. Well, in China too, if you have, I told you guys, if kids cannot get on normal TikTok until they're 12 or 14, they have to watch educational or government propaganda type things. Science. Oh, that's interesting. Math. For their country, but yes. then for us. But, like, for but it's not even just about kids. It's just about they can affect our culture. Yeah. And they've already said too that people at TikTok can pick what videos go viral and blow yeah, up. Yeah. So really it's a country that we're an enemy of having access to all of us, not access to get our stuff, but also give us stuff. They literally can turn a dial and go, you know what? We want them to really focus on that, this, this, this. And they can. And that's the issue. They're really making me focus on alligator videos. They pop up all the time. Hmm. Don't know why. What's your thing with alligators, I have man? no idea. But now I kind of like them. I got a feeling that ain't China, buddy. <laughs> that's just your I got a feeling your algorithm okay, did that. Yeah, I'm just saying. TikTok's in trouble. Whenever you see government officials from two different parties working together, you know what they're working against is in trouble because we never agree on anything. Whatever you are, Republican or Democrat, it's yeah. rare to see them work together unless it's a disaster, a war, uh, or TikTok. And they're coming out together going, we support, that's a bipartisan act because they're giving us stuff they shouldn't be giving us and they're taking stuff from us they shouldn't be taking. And they have all this control and access. And that's why, really. Interesting. I still, I'm still on it today. I'm yeah. scrolling right now as I'm talking. <laughs> I can't get enough. Uh, Ray, well. I think it's gone this year, honestly. They tried to sell it already to a company run in America. They broke it off, but it's still it's still China. Bobby, what are your thoughts on like a lot of artists that have broken through on TikTok and all of a sudden I start speaking Chinese? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> uh, it's, it's another platform like anywhere else. Okay. Yeah, all good. We'll just go move somewhere else. Yeah, something will always exist for people to to break out. I'm not even saying TikTok's gonna be gone. I think they'll find a way to make it's just too much money to make sure that it can still exist, but China not to have their hands all the way in the bucket. But still, <laughs> their fingers are in there. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Boone, North Carolina. A man went and stole a tractor, was driving it down the road, thinking he was going to get home. Police pull up. Woo-woo, woo-woo. And that's when he takes off, starts trying to run over people, and he leads them on a 30-minute chase going 20 miles an hour, and he was playing Dukes of Hazard the whole way. <laughs> Just a what do you mean playing? He, he had music on the on tractor. The tractor, man. Yeah. <laughs> that inspired him to he go 20 miles. He was playing it as he's driving the tractor down the road at 20 miles an hour. <laughs> That tractor wasn't doing the hops, though, that the General Lee did, right? You know, thinking of the tractor, I think of the lawnmower in George Jones when he drove it to the liquor store here. And there was a mural painted for that, and they do in George and Tammy. There's that scene where he's, he can't. She had taken Tammy Wynette, who was, at that time, I don't know if they were still married, but he was such a bad alcoholic 
she took all the keys to all the cars they had. Mm. And he goes and he can't find them. And he's like, all right. So he gets the lawnmower and he's going to drive to the liquor store. Oh, my goodness. And so that, he's on the highway. <laughs> oh, God. No. Just driving it. It's a very famous story. And they painted a mural on the outside of one of these liquor stores here, I think a couple years ago of it. <laughs> but it's in that show. And that guy, whatever his name is, who played George Jones. I forget. I don't know his, his name. name. Scuba Steve. I've been looking up some of the movie. He was so good in that. And I was talking to one of my friends. I said, hey, you know that guy from the the, the George and Tammy, which he didn't watch. And then from the Nicole Kidman series. Nine Perfect Strangers. Yeah. I said, you know, he's a pretty good actor. And he goes, yeah, he's one of the greatest actors ever. And he starts listing like eight movies. That his, his name's Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Apparently, he's like a really, really great actor. And he started listing off some of the shows. Some of them are about time travel. You know, I'm about time travel. Oh, <laughs> if there's something I'm about, it's about time travel. But yeah, that whole lawnmower thing's a George Jones famous story. Uh, and apparently this guy here. Although George Jones wasn't playing any sort of music that I know of. <laughs> He's just going to liquor store. Song, yeah. <laughs> I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Your daughter loves Mountain Dew. Oh, yeah. She's obsessed with it. And I loved it. When I was her age, yeah. but I didn't have the education. We didn't even know Mountain Dew was bad then. Like, bad for you. Now at least we know and I still love it. Mm-hmm. But soda was just soda. It was awesome. I go... PE, play football, like high school football, <laughs> have a Mountain Dew. Because awesome. you're thirsty. Yeah, that's how I quench my thirst. So, but she just loves it because it tastes good. Yeah, I think now it's it's gone to addiction or something like that because she really wanted a Mountain Dew and she came to me and said, hey, mom, can we go get Mountain Dew? I'm already ready for bed. Like, we're not leaving the house. It's cold outside. I said, no, sorry. And she said, what about DoorDash? And I'm like, kids these days. A single Mountain Dew or a case? Just a single Mountain Dew, because I don't like to keep a case in the house. Like mm. that, this is like a thing you get every, you know. I don't want her. She doesn't even. She's good about it, but she gets hooked on it at times. She's really craving it. She's craving anything. She cannot let it go. And I'm like DoorDash. She's like what? Kids get everything if they want it. And so I said, well, let me type in that in and see how much it will cost. Knowing that once she sees the price, she'll say never mind. Type it in. Do, do, so do. she was going to pay for it by using DoorDash. Absolutely. Got it. Okay. I'm not DoorDashing her. Mm-hmm. So I say, okay, you can use my account, but let's check it out. Type it in. Single Mountain Dew. By the time it's delivered and we tip the driver, it's $10. Wow. Cool. Expensive Mountain Dew. So it's like a $3 drink. It may be. Yeah. But <laughs> 7 bucks extra for tip and the driving fee. Mm-hmm. So she's in out, right? Oh, yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do this. And she says, okay. Uh, can I use, she gets $10 a week for allowance, and that includes the chores that she does all around the house. And she said, okay, I'd like to sacrifice my allowance this week <laughs> and hit send on that. For a single Mountain Dew. That single Mountain Dew. And it arrived, and I thought, okay, she's going to take a few sips and be like, yeah, this was not worth it. She took a few sips, so I asked her, and she's like, ah totally worth it and I thought oh my goodness but it is funny because I less the less than 24 hours she's like doing the dishes one day and she's like mom have I gotten my allowance this week and I said no you have not that was that Mountain Dew you drank and she goes she's ah like, oh, dang. so anyway it was just funny yeah, I think she's funny. addicted thank you we'll see you tomorrow you guys have a great day bye everybody Check. Bobby Bones Show. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.